content provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The intention of the host and guests is to spread love and awareness. Always seek the advice of your physician or trusted healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard in this podcast. I'm Amber McCray, a nutritional therapist. I help women become more in tune with their mind, body, and soul through holistic nutrition and emotionally focused therapy. I help them create a more meaningful, energetic, and connecting life. Hey there, lovely souls. Welcome back to another enlightening episode of Connection Over Perfection. I'm your host, Amber McCray, and I am absolutely thrilled to have you join us today as we dive into a truly captivating journey with someone who radiates positivity and embodies transformation. Corey, picture this, a 25-year career at the Postal Service, a stable path, and then suddenly a leap of faith into the realm of healing arts. Corey's story is all about chasing his heart's calling and embracing a soul-driven path. He's not just an inspirational content creator. He's a generator of pure love and uplifting energy. Corey's voyage into healing led him to explore inner child work, emotional healing, and a commitment to changing the frequency of our world, one bit of positivity at a time. He wears his heart on his sleeve, openly sharing his trials, aiming to light the way for others while finding his own healing in the process. His intuitiveness and relatability create a safe space where everyone feels acknowledged and cherished. And guess what? He's even managed to manifest a beautiful, soulful connection with his girlfriend Lizzie into his life. In this episode, we'll dive deep into Corey's story, exploring how this lifestyle shift one filled with healing, understanding frequencies, meditation, and holistic living, played a pivotal role in manifesting Lizzie and how all these elements come together to inspire a life filled with genuine connections. So let's get ready to be inspired, uplifted, and enlightened by Corey's journey as we uncover the secrets to manifesting love, embracing healing, and fostering meaningful connections. Without further ado, welcome, Corey. Oh my gosh, Amber, 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 this is amazing. This is so surreal to be doing this. It's such a bright light as you. Uh, it's very surreal to be in this kind of current flow state that I find myself in. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely honored to be doing this. And wow, I guess you just, you spoke into reality of what I'm reflecting back. And that's that's part of the healing process as well, like a pivotal, monumental part of it all. So I appreciate that. Yes, of course. So we're going to jump right in. Okay. Corey, how has attending the Hummingbird Church influenced your healing and self-connection? Can you share some insights you know, from your time there that shaped how you spread positivity energy through your work? Oh, absolutely. So, um, yeah, it was calling for ayahuasca. You know, ayahuasca kind of, it's told that she finds you and was thrilled and delighted that they offer it in the States. I don't need a passport. I don't need, you know, thousands of dollars to go travel and go sit in the jungle. I could do it right here in actually the state I was living in at the time, uh, Utah, Southern Utah. And, um, you know, it's no, no like luxurious resort. It's there to purely just sit with the medicine and, you know, the shamans and facilitators, they do not do the work for you. You have to really truly sit with yourself. And the first night my intention was empathy. And I just, I wanted to feel other people's pains and be more observant of how other people are, you know, 
I, I got labeled like a narcissist a few times throughout my life, stuff like that. So I was like, ah, let's do it. Let's, let's jump right in and freaking do this. And it was absolutely healing. There was just this beautiful moment of one consciousness. The entire uh, ceremony room turned into hummingbirds at one point. We also experienced like this nuclear blast all together, all one, all perishing at the same time. It was just absolutely magical and beautiful. I felt like all my generations of ancestors, they're like rooting me on. It's it's hard to describe with words, but they were like, God dang it, I knew Corey would be the freaking the mother effer that would go and take charge of this healing. It's unreal. It's very hard to describe in words, but definitely a pivotal part of just opening up portals, if you will, maybe barriers, armor that I might continue to carry around, the body traumas. It was just beautiful. And the, the first start of the journey was uh, breath work. And that's, you know, that's completely no medicine. That was where it really released a lot of the stored traumas that we carry was through the breath. So opened my world to how magical breath work is and the utilities. And that's always in our arsenal at all times to partake in, to uh, heal ourselves. The power of healing ourselves is, whew, it feels like winning the Powerball. You know what I mean? The Powerball of our soul, of God, source, energy, whatever you want to call it. It's truly magical when we realize that's our responsibility and the magic is always there. I love that. Thank you. So I think I hear that this place really offered a beginning for you, a space to feel safe, to check out these modalities, the reminder that you have the ability to use the breath work any and all of the time. And then also it just allowed you to, again, have that space to release, to release barriers, to let go of some things, to work through some traumas as far as energy blocks that may have been stored in your body. And with that also as a unity where you were feeling togetherness and this frequency or energy that really isn't able to be described in words. It's just a feeling and this experience that really maybe launched you on this journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. It allowed the openness. Like I felt very effervescent, like a big alka seltzer and whatever energy is out there that's beyond our comprehension right now, I felt like they were kind of healing it, healing that energy. And, you know, for me, that's definitely something I needed at the time. I'm horrible at seeking out a therapist. Nothing wrong with that. I, I wish I could do those things and was motivated to do those more traditional routes of healing and, you know, that self-care, self-work. And, and it wasn't like a, some psychedelic magical journey. It was a lot of it was just like what you were saying, the feeling, the clear sent, sentience, I believe. And um, I feel like the, the medicine continues to work. Like, I think it's going to be a lifetime of work. And it's not all rainbows and unicorns for sure. One of the nights was just a complete, I felt like I was coming down off my worst days with the hard drugs like crystal meth. And it like, that was, that was the trip. And the lesson from that was just, you know, realizing what I put friends and family through back in the day, years ago, you know, I remember leaving that journey and it fixed my diet Coke addiction, like the diet sodas and the horrible drinks I was drinking is just gone, purely gone. There's no desire to continue that usage. I think I hear you saying that it was more about this experience of being within yourself, but also while you may have some 
maybe trust issues or things like that, that come with therapy and things like those types of modalities, what you've done is you found something that works for you. And that's what's so fucking important. And I want the listeners to know that there is no supposed to be, there's no right or wrong way to do this journey. And I'm a huge advocate of finding whatever the fuck works for you. Like try the things, find what works for you. And it sounds like this is what worked for you. You were able to be with yourself and also feel very supported by, like you said, your ancestors, by source, God, whatever resonates, that you really felt supported in that, even when it was maybe the shitty moments of that healing process, you still felt very supported. Is that close? Absolutely. Yes. It was, it's like any kind of issues that go on internally in my headspace presented, you know, by that grandmother kind of energy. I also like to, it's like a, all the grandmothers you've ever met, including your own and every puppy dog you've seen, like in the shopping mall window, every puppy you've seen in the window, right? All rolled into one <laughs> saying, Hey, Corey, you know, you might be, you might be spectrum or or Corey, you could do a little bit better at this. And that's like, that's, that's what I need. Instead of going into a doctor, getting, getting a quick labeled and sort of a blanket label put over me and then being suggested like a traditional pharmaceutical or whatever, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think I hear you saying that it's more of this loving guidance versus, Hey, you need to do it this way because there's something wrong with you and it needs to be fixed and you have to do it this way. So in the journey of, you know, shadow work and spiritual healing and trauma work, you know, how do these practices help you and others embrace emotional connections? How do they empower individuals to confront and heal from past traumas, fostering deep self-understanding and connection with self and others? I would say um, what's helped me bring that, I guess, modality, if you will, to others would be like pulling Oracle cards and sharing little stories that are real, you know, having that platform like on TikTok and people seeing that, like seeing the comfortability, like, like I truly want to live like the little kid that's inside me on recess, like the last week of school, right before summer, like it's just the most joyous time I can go back to and have that manifested in my frequency, I guess. And people feel less alone. If I affect like one person out there that's witnessing it or whatever, or hearing that story, and it helps them think again about the most, you know, any kind of like unaliving themselves or self-harm or the addictions, then, you know, my work, if you will, is done. Heal yourself, heal the world, right. basically. And uh, it's, it's never, it's not like some magical destination I arrived to. It's just a continuous process. The whole journey is beautiful. And we're going to have those absolutely shitty days where you're just like, fuck it. I want to order pizza and drink beer and watch TV <laughs> on the couch. And you know, like turn, turn it all off. That's a big part of it too. And realizing, you know, we're going to mess up and not be on this magical diet all the time. And we're going to shy away from being physically active. Like we're all so unperfect. It's freaking beautiful. And you just realize that you, you set the ego aside, you set the shields or defense walls down and you're like, Hey, here's my heart. This is me. You know, that's how, that's how you find your people. I love that. I love fuck perfect. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. Always, always authentic. Let it shine. Yes. And so I think I hear you saying is that through the healing and work that you've done, one of the big things for you is if you could reach even just one person and give them a glimmer of hope and let them know that their journey 
doesn't have to look a certain way, that it's not going to be perfect, that they can still be good and do good and be on this healing journey, even though they may not do all of the work all the time, even though they may not eat healthy all of the time, because that's not realistic. And when society creates this picture and there's these supposed to be's and these big expectations of how and what you're supposed to use to be on this healing journey, you want to be an example like, hey, this is real life. This is my story. This is what I went through. If I can go through the depths of hell and be here, then so can you. And I'm going to talk to you about what I've gone through. And I have reconnected with that little boy inside of me. And I want you to know that you're able to reconnect with the little child inside of you too. And that's beautiful. And let's be on this journey together. And you know that the people who are meant to find you will find you. Is that close? Yes, absolutely. I love that, which is one of the reasons I absolutely was drawn to you. I was like, yes, oh, it's fucking awesome. He's Hell speaking yeah. the truth. I love this. The authenticity is something that is becoming more rare. Right. And I think that when people see and taste that authenticity, they just want more of it because it's relatable. And that is how I believe that we're going to reach people is by being relatable because <laughs> this shit is beautifully fucked up crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so if, you know, if we're saying, hey, this is all rainbows and they're like, hey, my journey's not rainbows. They're going to be like, we're not going to do this. Right. Something's wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or something's wrong with me. And I think that that is so huge, especially in this healing community, right. especially in the spiritual community, is that comparison. A lot of people new on the journey can look at healers, say such as you, and be like, wow, I'll never be there. I'll never be able to get there. And what I think that you're trying to do is say, hey, I'm just like you. You can definitely be here. And this is how I did it. And we can do it together. Is that close? Absolutely. I'll walk alongside you always. Yes. Share in space, whatever it might be. Yeah. With like pure raw authenticity, like there's such freedom in that. I spent, you know, the majority of my early years trying to fit into some kind of box, making sure it looks good on the outside, afraid of judgments, afraid of not doing things the right way that I it's all, it was all just made up in my head of how you're, you know, the social uh, conditioning, I guess, if you will. Yeah. And I think so many people and myself included struggle with the back and forth of feeling not enough and too much. Right. And we just like flip flop between those. Yes. <laughs> and I think that it's so real and important to show those sides, especially if you have a platform and people are following to show both sides of that. Like, Hey, we still struggle with this. There's no, like you said, there's no end journey to this right. healing. It's not like a, a race. We are going to get to the finish line. This is a, a forever thing. Right. Right. Absolutely. So Corey, your approach combines spiritual practices, you know, with holistic nutrition and body movement. How do you integrate these elements into your life to deepen your connection with yourself and others? And how does this approach impact your new adventure in a different state with your beautiful spirited girlfriend and community? Boy, yeah, all the traveling and this whole moving, as you know, um, the last couple of weeks been kind of chaotic. I haven't been able to go to the like the CrossFit. CrossFit's really helped me a lot. But you know what? I'm able to do push-ups and do air squats, whatever. Like just that, just that movement, moving around, being outside in the sun, 
I really truly believe this move is going to be a very thriving type of thing. Like there's, you know, there's deer off to the side of the deck, like all the time, birds, hummingbirds. All I know is I had to jump into this flow state and the authenticity led me to meet my dream partner. Lizzie is just, it's absolute godsend and the signs and the eagles and the hawks, you know, the spirit guides, how they show up for me, nothing but full on like this grand symphony throughout the universe. As far as integrating, all literally all we know is we need to go hang out at Mount Shasta. Like that's it. We've kept it simple. Like that's simply it because we know the universe is going to provide like our next steps and come into our community and our people and just take it from there. I love that. You're just going with the flow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like just so, so rooted into the now. I love that. So how do you think that like holistic nutrition or nutrition in general and body movement helped you on your healing journey? I think it's, you know, the endorphins that I would get, the runner's high, that started, I used to be like overweight and just stuck and just so unmotivated. When my body released those natural feel-good chemicals, it allowed the life that I deserved to kind of peek through and see that. And you just sort of, I guess, sort of like following that carrot. I think I hear you saying that when you were not on this healing journey and when you say we're overweight and just not really feeling great or connected to yourself, when you began to change those habits with body movement or what foods you ate, you began to feel a bit more connected and you got those dopamine hits from the natural, say working out and things like that. Like you said, the natural runner's high. And when you knew that you could get that and it was achievable, it was something that you could reproduce and create over and over, which was a healthy outlet and a healthy dopamine hit versus maybe things that you used to do in the past. Yes, yes, very much. Like I felt like all the good things coming into my life, I realized I was vibrating at that frequency to, I guess, attract those things. It It just feels right. Like those are my two things, eat the nutrition and exercise, like It's nice to have those two things to always come back to when you just feel kind of out of alignment or whatever. It's a quick reset. Very grateful to be able to physically move around and very grateful that I have that willpower to do so. In that, I think it's super important for the listeners to know that even healthy people who move their body and eat healthily, like such as I, that is not 100% of the time. Right. We live life, we let life happen, and then we come back. It's our baseline. We know how to recenter. And so I think that that is great to give permission because I'm all about the baby steps and like we said, fuck perfect. Right. Because I think people are so stuck in that perfectionism that it has to be a certain way all of the time. And I think the word consistency can mean coming back to. We consistently come back to. It's not that we do it 100% of the time. Right. Do you agree? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, it's been nice to give myself permission to, you know, eat the treats here and there, but to stay on top and stay away from all the harmful, like, I mean, they're literally poisons, like uh, in our drinking waters, in our processed foods, you know, I'm, I've been really waking up to all those things over the last, you know, couple of years for sure. Yeah. We could definitely talk about that for hours, but. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know that's, that's your expertise for sure. One of them. One of many. Um, So would you say that along with the body movement, that it has also helped you continue to release energy, excess or energy that doesn't belong to you? 
Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, like ecstatic dance. I finally did ecstatic dance, gosh, maybe four months ago for the first time ever. And just like letting it loose, like pure ego death, dancing around and moving how your body is called to move. Right. And then releasing all that just stored up energy and hearing the body crack how it should like those stored traumas we carry with ourselves and then also like it relates to like tick the tiktok eater that's like yeah this is me dancing around silly or you know even tapping into some light language that comes through all those things i feel like dance and movement is a beautiful i guess conduit from source energy um, and then transmuting it through your body if that makes sense yeah, definitely. It does. And I love that. Thank you for sharing. And so for the people that don't really know your story, that maybe you weren't like this always, could you just give a little snippet of what your life was like before you began this healing spiritual journey? Oh, gosh, yeah. It's super shy, super quiet. Almost all my report cards were, you know, Corey should speak up more in class or Corey's way too quiet and I'm concerned and you know, stuff like that. Now it's just like, boom, here I am. This is me. No borders on myself, no boundaries, um, or the old boundaries I'd place on myself to like act as my fullest authentic expression, however that is. And I was just very reserved, very reserved before. And ego death definitely helped that. So yeah, it just, it just freaking feels, I love being me. And I've been a finally able to say that, you know, I just turned 49, like finally being able to say that over the last year or so has just been just, I'm it's beyond grateful. And like last night's shadow work journal was writing a, a letter to my younger self. And like, that's what it was like, dude, we made it. We made it, dude. I'm, I'm freaking. I treated your body well. And now I'm, I'm tapping into treating your soul well and uh, full sending into into life, you know, the, our pilot light, let, letting it uh, be heated up a little bit, letting it shine, letting it, letting it show. I love that. I think I hear that, you know, before you started this healing journey that I, I can't even imagine you being shy. Right. <laughs> Honestly, right. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so when you said that, I was like, oh my goodness. But when you do this work, it allows you to open up and the true self to come out. Absolutely. And you've really embodied that and embraced that. And you're just, your soul is on fire right now. And you are just living life and enjoying it and enjoying who you are. And I think that that's so huge. I am so grateful that I have got to experience that being connected to self and feeling beautiful, feeling amazing and feeling good, which so many people do not feel that way. Right. What would you say to the people who want to begin that healing journey? What would be like one step that you would suggest that they take? Uh, you know, they, that famous saying life begins outside your comfort zone. Just take that leap out, like opening the drapes, if you will, over your heart and spreading it out, letting it shine. It's beautiful to have faith in that leap. It's hard to say to just do it, but the universe catches you. Basically, jump in. The water's warm, right? Like um, you just have to have the umph to jump in. Like the universe will catch you. It'll put a warm blanket over you. It, it's, it takes care of you. You just, just leap into it. Leap into yourself, right? 
Like uh, the plant medicines are, I was telling someone last night, it's like ordering up DoorDash of yourself and like yourself comes out of the car and knocks on your door. It's like, dude, what's up? It's court. Let's like, let's do this. It's uh, it's freaking magic. Yeah. So I think I hear you saying that really it's that first step and it's always uncomfortable and everybody knows what their first step is. It's that still small voice that says, hey, it's this job change. It's this move. It's this starting this business. It's doing this art. It's whatever it is that is on your heart, that still small voice. And you'll know because as soon as you hear this message, it'll pop into your head. And yes, this is confirmation that that is the thing we're talking about. (laughs) And so that might seem so big, but to take the baby steps, what is the next right step to get you to that place? What can you do today to move you closer? And while you may fail, you're going to fail forward and it is going to be okay. And the universe does always have your back, even if in the moment it doesn't feel that way, it is working for your highest possible good. And so sometimes when we take that step, we may, it may feel like a failing, it's failing forward because you have to learn what doesn't work for you to figure out what does work. Failing forward is a great way to just learn, learning about you. And so many people don't even know who the fuck that they are, that you have to take that first step to begin to learn who you are. Is that close? Absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, I love that term, fail forward, you know, school of hard knocks, all those things. I love that. And it's, it really is beautiful. And the universe is always going to send you tests. Like I had some coworkers reach out to me uh, this morning messaging me saying, yeah, I heard some coworkers talk, you know, they're just still puzzled that you left and quit. And, you know, it makes me go, well, shit, did I, am I really losing it? I don't know. All I know is it, this feels good. I would regret being stuck. It was just, it just wasn't that healthy. I, I need to do this. And if it's a complete failure, it's, it's truly not a failure because I had to follow this. I do not want to go through life not following like that pilot, like that's inside that burning core of me. That's so huge. And I think that that's such a testament because I think that so many people, like you were saying, struggle because people around them don't support. They will think that they're crazy. I mean, I have had so many people like, what the fuck are you doing? You have lost your shit. I'm like, maybe so, but this feels great and it feels right. And that's kind of when you know you're on the right path for you is when people are like, whoa, you have begun to go out of the box, you know? Right. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. And I think that that's so important to know that, hey, this is going to happen. People are going to question. And that's when it really, the question of your why why is so important? Why are you doing this? And also the fact that for me, I would so much rather try and see what happens than to never try and die with wondering what if, what if I did that? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that's so huge. So in what ways has embracing this new lifestyle, you know, including the healing and the frequencies and practicing meditation? I know that I've heard you and Lizzie or Meditation 5D talk about meditating together and meditation has been really big between the two of you. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, How did that play a role in bringing her into your life? Gosh. Yeah. I think she first came across me. I was just 
laying on the deck listening to some Alan Watts. Just like, oh, who's this guy? And then here we are. I think it was like three weeks after that. We're on the deck doing the same, uh, listening to uh, Joe Dispenza and the amazing meditation through him. And it just, it's beautiful that I get to share that with someone by my side. It's definitely a daily practice. It's one of the best integration tools post any kind of psychedelic uh, ceremony. I start to lose my shit if I don't meditate, if I've been slacking on that. And it's easy. Um, you know, there's little two minute meditations, five minute ones. There, there's like no excuse to not meditate um, daily. And it could be simple as just sitting in silence, sitting and sitting with your thoughts and being aware of what comes into your consciousness. Like that's, you know, that's meditation, just breath. But yeah, that's been monumental. Otherwise, otherwise it's chaotic energy and I'm all all over the place. And how do you think that that has changed your your connection with Lizzie? Gosh, I would say just pure, I guess, more intimate, like on the soul, spiritual level, if that makes sense. We just, we've really meshed well when we're sharing that like breathing space that those still moments, like we're both, we get, you know, downloads or whatever, like at the same time, it'll be over the same thing. Oh, so I think I hear you saying that that really has helped you and Lizzie not just connect on, you know, a physical level and an emotional level, but really tied in that spiritual level. Right. And that's really been able to be such a tool that you guys use together that's really helped in that area, which brings it to a whole different type of relationship. Most people that I know don't get to experience that spirituality together on that type of level. Right. Absolutely. You, you, you know, want maybe one partner decides to get better one day or to go down that path. And the other one, you know, just doesn't seem light. One is like, you know, sometimes it's one with their elbow, with their, you know, arm getting dragged into, Hey, come, come do this, come do that. It's been nice to just both have that desire to share that sacred space. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's It definitely is a different dynamic, like you said, than being on different levels or playing fields, per se. Being on the same page can feel so amazing and really launch not just your connection together, but individually. So many needs are being met on different levels. Right, right. Yeah, firing on. Yes. And you guys are so fucking cute. Thank you. Lizzie is going to be on next week. So we get to get her take on this side as well. <laughs> She's an amazing soul. So Corey, now that you have made the shift and you had made the move and you're in this whole new place, I know that you said your only goal is really to go to Mount Shasta. Do you guys have any other plans or anything that you're planning on doing? Hopefully to just live in the stillness of away from a big city sacred nature kind of space. Literally, it's just, I want to live life just purely being myself, you know, being able to eat and provide for myself doing that. Like that's, that's the ultimate number one goal or manifestation. And um, I just have to have the faith to leap into that and continue to, to stay in that flow state. And I know the universe is going to assist in that uh, journey. I love that. And I think that um, that's so awesome to kind of bring that full circle is saying that you still 
are making those leaps of faith and you still are going out of your comfort zone and trusting the universe to bring you what you're manifesting. And I think that that's amazing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And to go like nomadic, like just going to Mount Chasta, great. And then now, you know, yeah, we want to travel around and just have like fireside chats and um, literally just do that. And of course, you know, I'd love to hug people and like grab people by the shoulders, like, I fucking love you. <laughs> you know, our fr homies from TikTok, you, you know, everyone, everyone that we share space in the physical with and, you know, dance around the fire and do all those things. That's that's it. That's awesome. I I am manifesting that we can see you. I even asked Chris. I was like, "Hey, are you down to go see Lizzie and Corey? Like, do you want to? Would you do that with Hell me?" And yeah. he was like, "Yeah, totally." <laughs> so I was like, "I'm manifesting that. Fuck I'm going to yeah. talk to them about that because you guys aren't that far away now. So I'm super true, juiced." True. Yeah, I know. True, true, true. Well, let's freaking do that. That'd be yes. great. Yes, Corey, oh, yeah. this has been amazing. You are such a light in this world, and I'm truly blessed to have crossed your path. Thank you for being on this episode and talking to all these amazing souls. And I hope that you have an amazing day. Uh, much love, much love. Thanks for having me on. I'm beyond honored. And wow, that was like my first ever being a guest on an amazing podcast. So I uh, thank you. If you're enjoying these conversations, I've got a fantastic recommendation for you. Go check out my good friend and fellow coach in this field, Hunter Allen, and his podcast, Everything is Connected. It's available on most major platforms, and it dives deep into topics we all love. I look forward to talking to you guys in the next episode, and remember, connection over perfection.